know that you need to glow, you need to glow, to glow, to grow. If you love to live, you live to love, fuck, you gotta move to the upper level. Cause when you got the glow, that is no Holy cow, it's episode 17 of Hog in the Mic. I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, with your other host, Max Bacon. This week, I want to see the Redskins hit the Packers as hard as Mason Crosby's kick in 2010 hit the upright. <laughs> or as hard as our friend Miller's fist hit a pole. And, and was it your basement? Yeah, my basement. basement. <laughs> he just punched the shit out of a pole. He was um, so mad. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, good times, good memories. Not for him, though. But yes, this is the home, or not, or unofficial home, of your podcasting tailgate for your 2015-16 NFC East champion, Washington Redskins. Yeah, buddy. Hosted a playoff game. Who would have thought? I know. Um, I never would have thought beginning of the season. Uh, we were pretty off on our predictions. Uh, Kenny had Jay getting fired by the bye week. And, uh, <laughs> you know, well, I'm, I'm happy. I, I want to see us win a game and continue this miracle run on. I think you're happiest, though, that I'm back on the podcast, and Kenneth J. Paltrow V is somewhere else. Ah, oh, we missed you. What's, what's Kenny doing? He always takes the speculation uh, on what you're doing. He's at home washing his tights. <laughs> Did he get uh And I, I don't mean those, like, superhero tights. I mean those, like, little girl ballerina tights. <laughs> Sounds about right. He's Pretty much, but uh, I've been busy the past few weeks doing the whole family thing, the whole... Christmas thing, the whole go- coming back and forth between D.C. and Johnson City, Tennessee thing. Going to SmackDown, etc. Yeah, yeah I went to SmackDown, had a good time because New Day rocks. Of course. So it's, it's been good times, but really, uh, another thing, as I know it's got our listeners on the edge of their seat, they never got to hear what happened in the fantasy football championship between you and me, Max. They don't they need to. They never got to hear about that. So... I thought, I, I know this is not a visual medium, but it, I'll probably put it up on the Facebook. I just want to let you know that I, in the 2015-16 Turkey Jerky Fantasy Football Championship, it here is my trophy. It's beautiful. It's made out of scrap wood and Miller Light cans. <laughs> well, congr- um, congratulations. You you earned it. Um I was I was on a every three year winning streak. I won it in two thousand nine, two thousand twelve, and I was going for twenty fifteen. And you really you thought had the third time it. was the charm. You thought the third time was the charm here, and it wasn't in so many different ways. You just kept getting your butt kicked. Kirk gave me a valiant effort, though I do have to say <laughs> he, he had like I, five touchdowns, fifty three points, something insane. I, yeah, you 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 actually went through with starting him, so I'll I'll, I'll commend you with that. But uh, we kind of canceled each other out there because Deshaun Jackson also blew up that game. He had a bunch of receptions. Yep, that hurt. But it's all yeah, good. It was... enjoy, enjoy your first title. You got another one to go to catch me. I'm gonna make it miserable on all y'all. This I'm year. sure. It's be terrible. It's you'll be, be mailing. Terrible. You'll be mailing that this this way next year. Don't worry. <laughs> Never. It, this this hunk of junk is staying on my mantle. Uh, I might even add to it. I might I might add a couple levels to it just because that's how many levels above you I am. Oh uh, yeah. You need to send me that that uh 2015 NFC East Championship pennant you got there. Uh you know you you like that, don't you? You idiot. I love it. It's it's beautiful. I want one for my man cave and I will have one. 
It's yeah, it's way too expensive though. They're gonna they're gonna milk me for all their wor um worth, which is not very much. Uh, so here we are. Wor I have this. Worth every penny. I got my East is on lock shirt on its way, so I'm happy. I'll, I'll buy. As, yeah, I'll spend as much as they want me to when they win the NFC East. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is actually impossible to find right now locally. I've I've been searching high and low for it because I was out of town for the past uh, you know week or so, and uh, they're nowhere to be found. You can't find a championship thing anywhere because they're all sold out. Uh, unless you're going for like the non-official, like non-player stuff at the Redskins store. Like I don't even they, they didn't even get the Nike shirts in, but whatever. Nobody no, nobody cares about fashion here. <laughs> we do. We, we like to look good in our Redskins gear, man. But you know, let's not let's not just uh, live live in the past of you know winning the NFC East a week before the season was over. Let's not live in the past. Let's talk about the Dallas game. Let's talk about the Washington Redskins. That always uh, feels like a playoff game. Uh, it it does, and you you're never sure what you're going to get. They can beat each other when they're at their best, when they're at their worst. You're never sure what you're going to get in that game. But the Redskins, uh, keeping their starters in for what the first quarter and a half or so, yeah, ish, like uh, depending on who you were, and the the Redskins just took care of business quickly. You know quickly, what, what's funny with precision. What's funny about that game? It's like you said, you never know what you're going to get, and it seems like the worst one of our teams are the more likely they are to beat the other team which you saw on Monday night football this year the Cowboys of course beat us but then we we don't play our starters the whole game and then we just put it on them so it's it's just like I'm not surprised but I'm very happy that we at least split with them I mean yeah I I thought it was good I thought it was good I I really enjoyed the game Kirk Cousins was on uh for all of it he's been on for a while it's impressive the the one pass where he hit uh number 88 pierre garçon for a touchdown was just like i don't even think he thought that was going to be a touchdown no i don't either but <laughs> i don't it, even it, think he thought that was going to be a completion it was like a miracle Gar I'm, he he's on it was beautiful it was it was it was on target and garçon just threw his hands up there and snagged it it was it was beautiful i loved it and and i read earlier since week 7 he's actually got a 72.4% completion percentage he's taking more shots down the field like we've called for he's really doing everything that we asked him to do this year by the end of the season so so let's uh, get your playoff experience going and well he does have some playoff experience he did play in the 2012 game. Yeah. 2013. Bad 2013 circumstances. Game. That's kind of a... Uh, bad, cir bad circumstances, but it is. It is. He was a rookie that year. At least he knows what the playoff atmosphere is like. At least he knows what FedEx Field is like being packed to the gills and loud. And, and, and it actually had more seats in it then than it does now. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm glad he did get that there's experience. God's handles on top of the stadium right now. It's a hideous mess, but it will be packed to the gills. I imagine the end zone seats, at least I hope the end zone seats that had those tarp ads on them will be uncovered and filled with lots of burgundy and gold clad fans. I'm sure they got to milk every bit of money out of that stadium they can in a playoff game. They better. The only time they had uh, any of the, the section you see in the end zone there that's tarped off, <laughs> like just tarped over seats, uh, untarped was there was a small section that was undone during the Cowboys game a few weeks ago. But other than that, it's been tarped off all season. Hopefully, they can, uh, we as fans can get FedEx rocking and our team can 
get can get real loud someday. I think so. I think we should have a 2012 Seattle game like start, but a different finish. I hope so. Hopefully the 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 field is actual real grass this season, and it's not painted dirt sand stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, we I hope we know, hope we didn't get too spoiled playing there in a uh, Jerry World this week. But um, speaking of Jerry World, we we took care of business there. Thirty four twenty three was the final. I don't think the final score is even indicative of how much we actually put it on them. I think if if the starters had stayed in the game, it could have gotten real ugly. It could have gotten historically ugly for the Cowboys because of that. The Cowboys were listless, just listless yeah. throughout the throughout the entire time the starters were in, and it didn't look like it was going to change at all. I was very impressed with uh, Jay Gruden's ability to adjust from game one to game two. They completely struggled on the offensive side of the ball um, on Monday Night Football. This time around, we just come out and drop 21 immediately, more than we even came close to scoring the the first game. So I was pretty happy to see that. Yeah, it shows something that Gruden hasn't shown consistently through his head coaching career, and and that is that he can adjust to the other team. Like even and that and that goes to show you with the troubles the Redskins have had in third quarters this year. But uh, he's gotten progressively better here toward the last quarter of the season. Hopefully, they can do a few other things that they haven't done, like beat a team with a winning record. They've snapped a couple streaks yeah. lately. They they snapped the. Uh... Two games in a row, or can't win two games in a row streak. They snap the road streak, so let's snap the haven't beat a team with winning record streak and move on to Carolina or Arizona. They're going to have to, and they're they're going to have a lot of other streaks they can snap ahead of them if they can play good football. They can beat the Packers, and that's that was obvious, and that was shown how good the Redskins have at least progressed to in the Cowboys game. If if they can hit a rhythm and they can hit a rhythm quickly, like uh, Kirk and the offense did in the first quarter and a half against the the Cowboys, then they'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. And fine this week. Dallas, as bad as they are in their record shows, they they mainly had offensive woes this year. Um, that being said, they never, maybe outside of a game or two, got drilled by anybody. They they stuck in there with pretty much everybody, and I feel like we handled them very well. So I like where we're sitting going into this playoff game for sure for sure uh Jamison Crowder it looks like he's hit another gear and he was already in 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 a very high gear as a rookie he's in the uh, record like, like I said for sure and like I said Sunday he is without a doubt the rookie of the year for the Washington Redskins I think Sheriff has been has been good but where he was drafted at and what he's doing don't exactly correspond where Jamison Crowder was drafted at and what he is doing don't correspond, but in a positive way. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred. And, and that's and that's not to, and that's not a ding on Sheriff uh, as much as it is a positive for Crowder. Crowder has been amazing. Crowder has been amazing. Fourth round pick, and he is playing like he was drafted in the first. He's doing everything he needs to do. He's contributing on special teams, the offense. And I feel like he's just been an outstanding uh, citizen since he's been there as well. He just seems like a stand-up guy. And uh, I, I, you could make the argument that uh, Scherf's had a great absolutely. rookie year, but I guess uh, considering what you said, Crowder's absolutely our rookie of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And and you got to look at what he did. He broke Art Monk's record for receptions by a receiver. That's 
that's a historic record by one of the greatest receivers in NFL history and the greatest receiver in Washington Redskins. Everybody history. knows that name. Oh yeah, I was there when you got inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2008. Great day to be a Redskins fan. Also, Crowder was second most in in all the categories almost for a rookie receiver uh, to Amari Cooper this year, and that that shows how good he is. And look where Amari Cooper was drafted. That's great. And the numbers company. aren't that different. Yeah, not a bad company at all. And uh, they, they were drafted far apart, far apart. So he was a st- he that, was that, a tell, that tells you how much he's worth. He's an Alfred Morris like still. And that and that's something that bummed me out during this game. It seems like every time they got into the red zone, there was a lot of passing. They they didn't even try to hand the ball to Alf. And that's why, like, what a couple weeks ago was his first touchdown of the year. Yeah, running touchdown of the year. Are they are they tanking Alf on purpose? What's going on there? That seems it just seems like that they're not they're not even trying. Yeah, to let him get into a rhythm. It's, it really seems that way. And but what I like is maybe now we'll use him in the playoffs. He's 100 percent fresh. Uh, like Kenny said in his round on Facebook yesterday, surprise, surprise, Alfred looks fresh. Um, he looked great, and I, I hope that they use him a lot against the Packers. It seems like when we get in the red zone, um, 90% of the time we're going to pass into the end zone. Uh, that's why Kirk's putting up these touchdown numbers that he's putting up. When we get close, it don't matter if we've ran it down the whole field. It seems like it's always a passing touchdown. Yeah, uh, and and that's fine. I mean, if they can score that way, that's fine. But it just looks like, uh, there, there's some of those drives that kind of stall out and they have to kick a field goal on where they could use him more because play action does set up really, really well for the Redskins. They haven't given up on the run, but it seems like they just don't give it enough love in the red zone for whatever reason. It seems like they'd rather throw a swing pass to the running back than actually hand it off, which that's kind of Patriot-like football, so I, I like it, but I don't want to give up on the run game completely, and especially Alfred Morris. Please don't. I, I hope he's a Redskin next year. All signs right now pointing to probably not, depending on how much he's asking and what the market kind of decides on him. Yeah, Jones we, has we been inactive, though, and we're crossed. doing fine. That's fine. I, I don't want I don't want Jones to touch the football. I don't want Jones to touch the football in the playoffs. He fumbles too much. I still don't trust him. And uh, if, if, if he costs the Redskins a playoff game, I'll never forgive him. Yeah, I, don't want it. I really don't want him to touch the ball either. I hold my breath every time he gets the ball. Yeah, he just he just hangs it out there like a loaf of bread, or he just doesn't think and just throws the football down at the end of a play in which he wasn't touched. Yeah, I know. What was your favorite part of the Cowboys game besides beating them? Ah, oh, jeez, uh, probably that Pierre Garcon touchdown. It was just it was just one of those like, huh? It just like things are just going the Redskins' way. Like normally things like that just wouldn't happen. Yeah. That 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 wouldn't that wouldn't have been a touchdown or even a reception for the Redskins. But that was just like, yep, things are just going the Redskins' way. Suck it, Cowboys. I love feel good. I love the picture that uh, somebody tweeted of Rashad Ross smoking their first round pick. Like it's got Rashad Ross running <laughs> into the end zone and Dallas's yeah. first round pick chasing him. He, I mean, and Colt McCoy threw that ball. He, he looked Colt good. McCoy. He looked okay. Uh, he, for, for as much as he is a Cowboys fan, uh, a noted Cowboys fan growing up, and I mean he's still a Cowboys fan. You never get rid of your fandom, but I, I have no doubt that he wants to beat the Cowboys when he plays them. 
because he keeps doing it. Yeah. He's really good against the Cowboys <laughs> for whatever reason. I guess he watches enough of their games because he's a fan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, when he first came in, I was like, oh, man, we might actually end up losing this game with this big lead. But he kind of weathered the storm, got going. It's kind of hard to just be thrust in a game in the middle of the season. For sure, and I'm I'm perfectly okay with retaining him as the backup to Kirk next year. I think he definitely should. He's going to be a free agent, but uh, I mean, he was going to be out of football before the the Redskins signed him up uh, last year. So they should definitely definitely sign him, keep him keep him there, unless some team's going to really give him a legitimate shot at competing for a starter. He should be a Redskin next year. Um, our, our third string quarterback uh, will, is definitely going to be gone next year. That that's a foregone conclusion. Barring some like catastrophic, horrific thing happening to the Reds, gone to Dallas. You think? Uh, I, I, I mean, that's where I was kind of going to. There was pictures that were going on during the game of RG3's aunt and uncle, who are Dallas Cowboys fans, wearing number ten Cowboys jersey with RG3 on the back. Uh this this did cause a little bit of like a stir on Twitter, which. I think it is what it is. You know what I mean? You ex- you expect them as fans of both RG3 and of uh, the Cowboys to do something like that. It doesn't really bother me. I think it's silly, but it doesn't really bother me. I wish him the best of luck as long as he's not playing for Dallas, New York Giants, or the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, uh, I, I hope he doesn't. I wish nothing but uh, but happiness and football prosperity for RG3. I think he's a class act. I think he's. I think he did a lot for the Washington Redskins organization, and I think it. He wasn't necessarily given a fair shake, but I think the Redskins have seemingly found their quarterback. I hope it's not a false positive. Keeping my fingers crossed there. No, no Derek Anderson syndrome, and it doesn't look like that. Uh, I really hope he goes to the Texans. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'd like to see him go somewhere like that, somewhere that needs him, somewhere he can be successful. He's been a he's been a stand up guy since he's been in Washington. I mean, he's been put through a lot of crap, and he's handled it very well. I think that market would do well for him. He's got a built in fan base there, being from Baylor, uh, having doing that. If not there, because I I honestly I don't want the Redskins to have to play him a lot. Uh, if if he's still good, if he still has, uh, he capitalizes on all that promise that he's shown. Uh, I I don't want the Redskins to have to face him because he's gonna be pissed. Yeah. And there 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 was a rumor there was a rumor floating that he wants to stay in the NFC East if at all possible. I don't really see that happening. Do you think he uh, actually said that, or that's just speculation? That, that doesn't. I think that's just media gobbledygook. And something else that came out of the whole RG three Dallas Cowboy jersey thing. Uh, Albert Hainsworth uh, tweeted, and it's become a thing. He said he tweeted a picture of uh, his aunt and uncle's uh, picture wearing the jersey that said, "Something must be wrong within the organization when majority of their high-profile players end up not liking them." Uh, Rosy-cheeked emoji, embarrassed face. <laughs> he he he's he's and, fat and just it, needs to shut his mouth. Yeah, and. Uh, we went on. Uh, he went on to tweet a few more things and say more things about Redskins fans, how we're just like un- not classy and mean and all these other things. I wonder why. You know, you know, we're not we're not uh, mean to people we like. Uh, he gave us a million. He gave us a hundred million reasons not to like him. Yeah, go find a field somewhere and flop around in it like you did on Monday Night Football, and uh, enjoy all that cash you didn't earn. You fat piece of shit. <laughs> You're good. Well, well like, said. I've seen I've seen your bitch ass in Knoxville before, playing that little 
uh, Caleb Shooter in the corner at the brewery by yourself because you ain't got no friends. <laughs> Get over it. You suck as a human being, as a person, as a football player, and I'm glad you're broke. I'm glad you're getting sued by everyone, and I hope you're you're washed up in a freaking methadone clinic next year. You suck. <laughs> That's how I feel about you, Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, I feel the same way, and I, I love the tweets you sent him, and I saw a lot of the ones that uh, other Redskins fans sent him. It was very entertaining to read. <laughs> Just garbage. Like, why even why even poke your nose in it, man? Like, you're a has-been. He just wanted to be relevant again, somehow or another. Yeah, and he's not. And now, and now he wonder wonders why people are all angry. Um, Idiot. He, <laughs> I was going to say there's one word to describe him. Idiot. Hashtag it. Or uh, S-A-W-F-T, soft. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, but that being said, let's go ahead and uh, give our grades for the Dallas game. Not that anybody cares, but... It's what we do because we're tailgate football fans. Yes. Or something. Yes, sir. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Ladies first. Ah, I appreciate that. Sorry, sorry. First runners up first. Ah. I I didn't want to. I didn't want to be sexist to ladies because we all know we all know they're better than you, Mac. I hate you. Um, (laughs) With that being said. While Eddie's showing me his trophy, uh, for those of y'all that can't see it and dancing behind it like an idiot. Um, uh, for the offense, I will give an A. I think the starters look great. The backups didn't look too bad. We scored 34 points. A. Defense, I will give a B plus. I thought it was a solid game overall. The backups played a lot of it. 23 points to the Cowboys isn't too great, but it was just kind of garbage scoring anyway um special teams b because they did a lot better than the first game um not not really any mistakes there uh didn't let lucky whitehead go too wild and kirk cousins i'll give an a plus 12 for 15 176 yards and three touchdowns in less than a half yeah not too bad not too bad i give uh kirk cousins an a Woo. uh he, he earned it he was there. He he dominated, and he's been dominating. Will he get an A plus if he puts that forth puts forth that kind of effort the whole game and beats Green Bay? Give me a playoff win. Give me a playoff win. That's how he learned because an A plus. Like, like like I said, and like Kenny's idiot stupid face can't get through his head. I said, do for me what RG three did, and I won't be mad about it. He and he's done that. He's won nine games, just like RG three did in twenty twelve. And he's earned an NFC East championship, just like RG3 did in 2012. And a home playoff game, just like RG3 did in 2012. So, if he can, if he can one-up him, even better. He already, he already, has, he already has an ascent. I, wa- I want to love Kirk. I'm, I'm, I, I want to love him. And he, he can make me love him pretty easy. Pretty easy when, uh, this Sunday. Yeah, that's true. But he already has one-upped RG3 in, in one way. He pretty much exactly what you said um, is equal, but he also wasn't three first round picks. He was a fourth round pick, just like Jameson Crowder. Yeah, but but he can't he can't control that. I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying that <laughs> he that's how he's that. one upped him. But he he also doesn't have the rushing ability of the RG three, so we'll just cancel that all out. 
Yeah, it's it it is what it is. I'm I'm happy for everything. I I can't I couldn't be happier as a Redskins fan. They're in the playoffs. That's awesome. That's awesome. Let's keep it going. Uh, I give the offense as a whole an A as well. The defense, I'm gonna give them a C just because two starters got hurt and that's killing me. Yeah. Uh, everybody prayers up. I hope hope they're okay. A lot of a lot of people getting carted off the field, and that's not something you ever want to see. Yeah, Deshaun Phillips actually was one of the ones carted off the field. Apparently, he just had some sort of cervical stinger, and yeah. he's going to be okay. They just were taking Jared's very precautions. Yeah, Jarrett's going to hurt in the playoffs a little bit because he was so versatile, like Jay said. But um, we did sign Kerry Williams, so hopefully, I don't know that he'll be ready, but but our, our signings so far this season to replace people have been a success. So let's keep that streak going. For sure. For sure. Uh, and they did move, move things around a little bit. They have signed a couple players uh, right away to just kind of take up, uh, take up those roster spots in the playoffs. Uh, can you give me that rundown there, Max? I don't have it in front of me. Um, well, first things first, and I know you and I are both happy about this. Um, Lichtensteiger's coming back, and Larebus is going back to his backup spot. So that's thank God. If Larebus is on the football team next year, I, I'm going to go to Ashburn. I'm going to break into somebody's office. And I'm going to give him a Stone Cold Stunner <laughs> because he's not good at all. He's not good at all. He shouldn't even be in the CFL. He's miserable. He is pretty bad, and he just ne- never lived up to his draft status. Uh, yeah, he's pathetic. Another move we made, we also released center Brian De La Puente, signed cornerback Al Lewis Jean, or John, I, I don't know if it's French, to the practice squad, and linebacker... Please, please excuse Max, he's from Tennessee. <laughs> linebacker Derek Matthews was released from the practice squad to make room, so that's basically what we've done, just shifted a few things around, and I guess we moved uh, Jarrett to the, the IR. Didn't they sign a cornerback too? Um, New cornerback was that Kerry yeah, Williams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kerry Williams. He actually signed a three-year, eighteen million dollar contract with Seattle in March, so they thought pretty high of him. I guess he never um, did what they wanted him to do there. So maybe we can take advantage because I feel like he is a pretty, pretty good player. And he's he's a little bit on the a little bit on the older side, thirty-one, but uh, still still not still not too old. Uh, it still looks like he's got something in him, and uh, he he does have that famous uh, was it the Tom Brady interception? Yeah, in the Super ago? Bowl. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So maybe he can bring a little bit of that uh, playoff experience to the team and contribute right away. And that's that's what McGlowan's done. He keeps bringing people in. They keep contributing right away. It's it's impressive what he's doing with the roster. Absolutely. And sorry, sorry, we keep getting off track. Go ahead with your defensive grades. Uh, I, I or I special teams defense, grades. I, I mean, gave, I gave him a C minus because the because of uh, the injuries that they incurred and special teams, they they get they get a B. Still, Hopkins, I still kind of want to cut him just because he's he's inconsistent. He's when he's when he's like, good. So he's suddenly inconsistent. Uh, right, I know at the worst time when when he's good, he's good, and then when he's just not consistent, you're like kind of like scratching your head. I don't I don't get it. What happened? Yeah, uh, and if he costs the Redskins uh, a playoff game, I will. I will want blood too. I, I can't. I, I'm just uh, people like him and Matt Jones just worry me like crazy. Worry me like crazy. I'm with you on that. I find it hard to forgive anybody that costs us a playoff game. 
But let's say enough of this doom and gloom. Enough of this doom and gloom. We're getting too gloomy here. We should be happy. The Redskins of the 2015 NFC East. Came On the road to the Super Bowl. Had to get that out there for put, Kenny. Put down your meth pipe <laughs> and prepare yourself. Prepare thee. Get your box of Kleenex. Get your get your get your box of whatever else you need. Your uh, Hagen Doss. Prepare thee. For another poem, right now. Once again, it's poem time with the Marcus P. Hazelnut. Marcus P. Hazelnut presents a poem for the playoffs. I'll take some Asiago blue and Parmesan, please, for these are some of my favorite cheese. I'll have some Romano smoked Gouda and lots of Swiss, too. There's more cheeses than that? Oh, my lordy, who knew? Give me the cheddar, provolone, and Monterey Jack. Oh, they are so good, I ain't giving them back. But there's only one cheese I hate, and hate to this day. And that's all of that cheese. That comes out of Green Bay. Hail to the Redskins! Hail victory! Geez, that was that was another rousing poem. I, I don't. Why do, why do we keep having him on the show? I don't know. I've heard I've heard people calling for Kenny's head. It's terrible. I I, I think we should just not have him on the show anymore. I, I like it a lot better. I think episode one was really good. I think episode 17 is going to be really good. All those things in between, garbage. <laughs> let's, Absolute garbage. Let's see if he's actually going to listen to this episode. He won't. Uh, I don't think he knows how to run a computer, as as has been on. He doesn't have iTunes. But you know, I know that. But you know, you know, I'm glad iTunes exists, and I'm glad that we have these commercials from our sponsors to keep our pockets straight. Me too. This is co-host of Hog in the Mic, Max Bacon. You heard right, my name's Bacon. And you've also heard that bacon goes good on everything, right? So you know my opinion's valid. I'm here to tell you about Home Team Scouts. Home Team Scouts is a site that's here for anyone and everyone who's ever wanted to be an NFL scout and those who enjoy the fun challenge of NFL fantasy predictions and simulators. Go like their page on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. Sign up on their website. Participate in the discussions. I promise you won't be let down. Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Bard Cage, yeah. Retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slamming action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to BlueBardCage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it! Max Bacon's Six Sizzling Keys to Victory. Holy cow! cow. It's another sizzling slabs of bacon segment with everybody's favorite bacon person, Max Bacon. Everybody's favorite host. Go ahead and get it right. Everybody's favorite porker, Max Bacon. (laughs) 
What do you want me to do? Uh, give me an oink oink. Yeah, give me an oink oink. <laughs> Squeal like a pig, boy. Yeah, instead of an oink oink, I think I'll give you number one. Number one, I think the most important thing we can do in this game to beat the Packers is pressure the quarterback, limit Aaron Rodgers' ability to break contain. Don't let him get out of the pocket. Absolutely. The only player on that entire roster, well, not entire, we're going to include Clay Matthews, the only player that I think can change the game for them is Aaron Rodgers right now. And that's the only person that scares me. If Aaron Rodgers wasn't the quarterback, I wouldn't I wouldn't be scared of the Packers at all. So if if they can they can do what has happened to him the past uh, two weeks, I think there's been 13 or 14 sacks on that this turnstile of a line he has. Unleash unleash Ryan Kerrigan, unleash all those guys. They, hit him and hit him hard. Hit him often. Did they like sign our whole offensive line from last year or something? <laughs> uh, no, Kyle Shanahan's not there, so they. Didn't. Oh, that's true. That's true. He's had so much success but, in Atlanta um, too. <laughs> Terrible. But but definitely, I they got they got to hit Aaron Rodgers. They got to get him off his rhythm. Uh, th- they don't have much of a deep game, so they're going to rely on those short passes most of the time. And I think that's where the Redskins are a, l- a little bit better at in the passing game is 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 those shorter passes. Put, they just can't let they just can't let them hit the big shot. I'll I'll play off that one for number two. Uh, I think. Uh, it's important that the Redskins are able to play cover one against Green Bay because ever since they lost Jordy Nelson, it seems like their receivers can't get off blocks. So we kind of need to do a little bump and run with them. And we and you know Breland can play like that. He can play physical. He's scrappy. He I love I love watching him play. He he like frustrates people so bad. And absolutely, uh, and bringing D Hall in there if he's got to cover somebody, D Hall he'll play off you, but he's been playing physical. Been playing physical he's got a chip on his shoulder everybody kind of wrote him off with the the achilles injury and i think it just sure. made him play that much harder if, if it wasn't for d'angelo hall they might not be in the playoffs he's always around the ball he's always scooping it up when it's near him and and most of the time somehow finding his way to the end zone with it like he did in the philadelphia game yeah buddy i'd like to see that again this game a defensive a uh, touchdown would be huge in a playoff game. For sure, for sure. Uh, and and like you said, D. Hall's playing really well. Hope that happens. If you haven't seen his 30 for 30 that was uh, on before the season, watch it. And then look at where, where they're at now. It, it's really cool, really cool. Kind of kind of in line with the way the Redskins started this season. It's great. I, I watched it. Um, I think you sent me a link to it when it was on YouTube. It, it was very, very telling of him. And uh, I do recommend that as well. All right, what's that next slab of Becky? Give me that third. Number three. Um, I think it's important that we, uh, as far we've went with stopping the passing game. So I think we need to not allow Eddie Lacy to get going. If if their passing game's failing, they kind of lean on Eddie Lacy. So I don't think that it's going to be that hard to do, but we just can't let it happen. We can't overlook Lacy. And that has been one of the most inconsistent parts of the defensive uh, side of the ball for the Redskins is stopping the run. That they've they've gotten torn up uh, con- consistently at the beginning of the season by the run game, and they they still have in the the last quarter of the season, even when they're winning, uh, still taken a, a couple games where they just got torn up. 
Yeah, he seems he seemed to have gotten stronger towards the end of the year too. So let's just keep an eye on Mr. Lacey and make them make them one sided. Make them one sided quick. They if if they can if they're only confined to doing one thing, the Redskins can definitely take advantage. Of yeah, them. don't let them throw any hail marys. Exactly. <laughs> don't 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 take it down to that wire. <laughs> if they, if it wasn't for that play, would they even have made the playoffs? Was there another team sitting at nine and seven? Uh, I think uh, Falcons may have ended up there. Falcons, Falcons, maybe. Uh, I, I would, I would have felt good about that game too. I would have felt really good. About I know. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and transition to number four. Playing off their run game, I think it's important that we need to get our run game going. Uh, we've been saying this a lot this year. It just hasn't happened. Um, but when we have a run game, Kirk looks even better than he normally does. Absolutely. Uh, like we said, this team is set up. They they use play action, and after play action is set up with the run, even if they're not having a very good run game, they still stay committed to the run. He's very, very good in play action. Yeah, he is. That's their bread. He, that's that's their bread and butter. He right even there. runs like he'll he'll bootleg out and take off. And I mean, it's not like he's gonna RG three for eighty yards, but he'll he'll run ten and get out of bounds. I don't. I don't know if I would call that a run. Maybe a scamper. Yeah, like a like a or or, or, or maybe the definition of a scramble. A light jog, is more is more what I would call it. Like uh, like uh, another another number eight in in a slower mo, like Steve Young, kind of like a, a little wobbly. There you go. I like it though. Um, and I, I think for number five, um, this is kind of something we talked about a little bit earlier. I think it's important that when we get to the point where we're in the red zone, we got to score the touchdowns against it. Once you get in the playoffs, settling for field goals will knock you out. Absolutely. And I don't want to see it in, in not Hopkins hands, I guess in Hopkins foot. I, I don't want to, I don't want to bank on that, it's especially with how inconsistent he has been here toward the end of the season. I just don't want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And I just think we just need to score early, score often, get a good lead. Our defense seems to play much better with the lead. So, but don't get complacent on that lead because sometimes this season they've gotten complacent after they've gotten a lead and they've just kind of sat there and tried to protect it when they should have just been. Just been ramming it down their throat. I think we, I think I, we've been working on that a little bit. I mean, in the Bills game, we kind of were pedal to the metal the whole whole time. Uh, Dallas, even with our backups in, I felt like we didn't let up. That was one of my keys to victory last week. We did it. Got to keep it going. There you go. Step on their throat. Step on their throat. Yep. Number six is step on their throat and play consistent <laughs> special teams. Please, dear Lord, special teams, do not. Do not do what you've done consistently all season and screw up once a game almost. You know what the bad part about us scoring a lot is? Is that we have to kick it off a lot. <laughs> yeah. And if, if Hopkins could knock it out of the end zone, I'm fine, but it seems like he's not even consistently knocking it out of the back of the end zone anymore. I'm not sure if that's designed or what. I know. I don't know either. Uh, it's hard to say. I just hope we just don't let anything happen with the Tidlewinks 10. They're the worst. They're the absolute worst. Yeah. Ah, so what what does Vegas have for this game? Well, Vegas right now, current odds, uh, the Redskins are plus one, and I like it being an underdog once again, Um, and the over-under is 46. I did hear that the Redskins actually opened as a two-point favorite, 
But heavy early money has went on Green Bay, forcing the line to move to plus one. I'm, yeah, I just think everybody sees Green Bay, everybody sees Washington. You know, we're we're they're typically a winning people team. We're typically to, a losing people aren't team. Used to seeing that, exactly. People aren't used to seeing the Redskins in the playoffs in general. And when you see a, somebody like Mister Discount Double Check against. Kirk Cousins, nobody knows who Kirk Cousins is, really, really. Like, the the common average Joe Schmo that's not really connected to the league. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't know who he is. They know who Rodgers is. That's I think that's why it's swinging that way, and that's just fine with me. The Redskins were the only home team to open the, open the playoffs odds as a favorite. And, yeah, if you look at the games that are being played, You've got to like the Redskins' odds compared to those other teams. Um, like, the Redskins' odds of winning, uh, like, they look like the only team hosting a playoff game that has a chance of winning. I'm pretty sure that me, you, and Kenny were all cheering pretty hard for Minnesota the other night. Um, I'm very glad that we're not in Minnesota's <laughs> shoes and getting Seattle coming to our place right off the bat. I think the Packers you know are what? more People... favorable <clears throat> matchup. And, yeah, I agree with that. And people are all up Seattle's ass, and that's just fine. But they lost to the Rams two weeks ago, okay? They lost to the Rams two weeks ago. I don't care. We spanked the Rams. They still lost to the Rams. Screw you. They lost to the Rams. They're not that good. I don't care. <laughs> Redskins would beat them. They were here. Redskins would beat them. You know what I'd love? I, I would love to see us play Seattle in three weeks. That would mean we beat the Packers. We beat either Green or uh, Carolina or Arizona, and then – Seattle would have to come to our place for an NFC championship game. And I would, and and at that point, I would gladly play or pay the extra twenty dollars service fee for for printing my own tickets again, Daniel Snyder. <laughs> That's ridiculous, but I wouldn't mind either if they're there. Yeah, those wonderful print off tickets. Can you believe from the start of episode one how far we've come along? We are in a playoff game. And we have – we are – Strange times. We are four wins away from being – getting our fourth Super Bowl title. <laughs> uh, again, put down the math pipe. Step away, Kenny. Step away. <laughs> he, he, he just – I like felt – Yeah, I've resorted to calling you Kenny. I, That's terrible. I felt his spirit like sneak in here and make me say that. What is this, an episode of Ghost Adventures? <laughs> it's Kenny Adventures. He's, he said since uh, we kicked him off the podcast this week, he was going to... Oh. The hair on your arm standing up. Do you have three scratches for the mark of the Trinity on your back? Like, what's going uh, on? He, he's inscribing an eight into my back. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's about right. That's about right. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he hasn't already branded himself with it. Yeah, no kidding. It, Ride on his. Toes. I don't. I don't know if you actually listened to uh, what he said last week, but he said if we win the Super Bowl, that he's going to get Kirk's face tattooed all over his body and run around naked. I I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Can, can he? Can he lives a very pathetic life? A very pathetic life. We love him. Though. <laughs> we love him life. though. I wouldn't go that far, but uh, I do want to know your prediction for the game. My prediction for the game is Green Bay comes into Washington and loses. I think the Redskins are going to win this ball game. I think they're going to give Rodgers crap all game, and I think we're going to win 23-17. to Ah, uh, I wish I felt that good about the game. 
I'm so scared of Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with the Packers, 31, the Redskins, 27. Interesting. I hope I'm right, and I know you do too. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna confirm that or deny. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Did you Did you check out the uh, Packers injury report? No, I did not. Is it interesting? Uh, there are 14 players on the injury report. That's that's how banged up the Packers. Is uh, I meant to check. Is Jordy Nelson possibility of coming back this season or for the playoff game, or is he even listed? I do not know. I can look it up I, right now. I couldn't remember if he was IR or IR with a designation to return for the playoffs. I don't. I I feel like he did. He tear his ACL. Here, here, here's the here's the Packers injury report real quick. Uh, Give us the important here. ones. David David Bahakatera tackle ankle did not participate. Balaga tackle ankle limited participation. Daniels defensive tackle hamstring limited participation. Jerron Elliott linebacker quadricep did not participate. Yon defensive tackle foot limited participation. Dayton Jones, defensive end, neck, did not participate. Eddie Lacy, running back, rib, limited participation. TJ Lang, guard, neck, limited participation. Lindsley, center, ankle, limited participation. Clay Matthews, linebacker, ankle, full participation. Uh, Mole Umba, linebacker, knee, full participation. Mike Neal, linebacker, hip, limited participation. Justin Perillo, tight end, hamstring, uh, did not practice. Or uh, yeah, did not practice. Uh, Nick Perry, linebacker, shoulder limited participation. Sam Shields, cornerback concussion, did not participate. Uh, Josh Sitton, guard back, did not participate. And Lane Taylor, guard knee, limited participation. That's a lot of injuries. That's a whole a lot, lot of beat injuries. up and a lot of people not practicing a lot. It's that's kind. Of, I guess a good sign. And um, I guess Mister. Compton should just put his helmet right in Lacey's ribs and take care of him from the get-go. Ah, uh, I don't say that. We're not Cowboys fans. <laughs> That's true. No, I mean, uh, just just keep keep hitting the guy hard and make him not want to run too but, hard I mean, at you. That's 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 got to be something that's going to happen, though. Uh, being a running back, that's going to happen. You're going to get hit in the ribs. So, uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. That that could play into into the game. Yeah, sure. and you you know Aaron Rodgers is uh, one of those quarterbacks that's not always totally healthy either. Uh, you hit him a few times, you could knock him out. I, the Redskins have done so before. Yes, they have. Whoa! What do you know? Will you look at that? It's the end of another episode of Hog in the Mic, our seventeenth episode and our very first playoff episode. Oh yeah! I'm. I'm pretty excited about it. I thought it was pretty good, mostly because Kenny was not on it. Because ha- hashtag suck it. Hashtag Kenny. Kenny Paltrow. God, I hate hashtag things, but I'm I'm hashtagging. Look at me. I'm a hip. You're kid. just excited. We've made the playoffs, and uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy world. Everything's up. I want to see down. you next week for a pa- for a Panthers or a Cardinals preview. I'm kind of hoping for the Cardinals, but we'll see. You never know. Crazier things Let's get have past happened. Green Bay and do with it. That, absolutely. With that said, I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, for your other host, Max Bacon, saying, don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. See ya. Contact Hog in the Mic, 
Search for us and find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at HogginTheMike. Or send us an email at HogginTheMike at gmail.com. <laughs>